Welcome to Hills I Die On. Thanksgiving stinks. Being old is awesome. I believe twins should be separated at birth. The Bachelor is the perfect way to find love. Adults who like Disneyland are deeply unwell. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Hillside Dion. Today, the pod has been blessed by one of my favorite humans in the universe. Yay, he's a writer for several untitled Showtime shows that I'm super excited about and don't know anything about at all, NDAs. Uh, he's also uh, my favorite writer, the most prolific human on the planet, and one of my very best friends. Please welcome to the podcast, Terry Wang. Yay, hi. Hi. Actually, um, my last name is Wong. What have I been saying? Wang. Oh my God. What? <laughs> have we never, have you never said your late name out loud to me? I don't know if I have. Wait, this is like problem. We've been friends <laughs> for 11 years. What's going on? Wait, I'm having a crisis right now. I don't know what I'm, to say. I'm starting to like correct people when they say it because I got called out in the room. Well, you absolutely should. Have I, have I no, called you this everyone, before? I don't know if you have actually. Oh my God, I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> I'm so sorry, no, Terry. No, no, no. Oh my God. Okay, just, we're starting I just, over. I just figured that. Terry Wong. It should probably actually. Yeah, but I'm like having like a full moment, a full breakdown right now. No, don't, don't at all. No, I am. I never correct people because it's like. Well, why wouldn't you? I mean, because it's like, it takes more time to correct someone and like walk them through how it's pronounced than it is just to move on. Because they only never need to say it once. Yeah, but then once you say it once, then they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Everyone thinks that's how, my, that's how it's written. Like, unless you're like Chinese and you know how phon it's phonetically written, like you wouldn't ever pronounce it yeah. the way it is pronounced. Well, I pronounced it wrong. <laughs> and the correct version is Wong. That's going to be my mnemonic yeah. device to remember <laughs> it. Uh, that being said, uh, would you please tell us what your hill is? Yes, and we've been working on the phrasing of this. We've been working on the phrasing. But my hill is, it's okay to be ugly. <laughs> and I love this. I will be honest, we've been working on the phrasing, but I'm not 100% sure we've of the thesis. We've landed it? Oh, the thesis. No, oh, okay. no, we've okay. totally landed okay, it. Because <laughs> I love, you sent me like several like slightly obscure versions yeah. of this. Mm -hmm. And all of them are like a little inflammatory, which sure. I love because yes. I know you and I know in your heart there will be nothing inflammatory right, right, about right. this conversation. But I need to know a little bit more, what is this uh -huh. now? I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a slightly clickbaity title, right? Yeah, I love that. Um, it's but, perfect. Okay, We're driving views. All right. So I think fundamental to it is that, and this is like the very overarching thesis of it, is that we, and I can only probably speak to American culture because that's where I grew up, but we are a beauty obsessed culture. And I think we're so scared of the notion of people being calling people ugly or calling ourselves ugly or not fitting a very particular definition of what beautiful is that we will mask it to the ends of the earth. So we create all, and then like, look, this isn't to, to pick on, I, I think like the body positivity movement is good Interesting. for a lot of, for a lot of reasons, okay. but I think we've evolved from it to a more like body neutrality movement, okay. which is different. The thesis being we need to stop calling people beautiful because it focuses all value in society to physical beauty. 
Got it. Yeah. So it's the idea of like if we spend a lot of time talking about something, we send a message that it's important, right? Yes. So the more that we talk about beauty, the more weight it holds. Exactly. Interesting. And so you think that we need to take the weight away from that. Right. Very interesting. Um, I just want to say first and foremost that you're telling me uh, that Dove was completely wrong about their marketing. <laughs> yeah, Dove. I was like, Dove the chocolate or Dove the <laughs> no, beauty no, no. bar? Dove, yes, the, the, Dove beauty, the beauty bar. Uh, saying everyone is beautiful. <laughs> you feel like not okay? I think... I mean, it was a billboard, so we know it's true. Right, exactly. Obviously, those marketers are geniuses. Yes, and of course. Only I know speak what they're the talking truth. about. Obviously, people only get us to buy products through the truth, right? Truth, exactly. <laughs> well, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, they're wrong. Absolutely. No, I would say, like, they're right and they're wrong, right? They're right in the sense that, like, beauty is a totally socially constructed thing, right? Yes. We live in a very narrow definition, especially in the US. Like okay. we have very Western beauty standards, yes, right? So like what is defined as beautiful is in the eye of the beholder, as they say. Mm-hmm. But uh, so that in, in, in that sense, I think like they're right, that we can define beauty in whatever way we want. I think they're wrong in the sense that like putting out the message that being beautiful is like crucial to value mm-hmm. is wrong. Got it. So, and I think this particularly pertains to women. I, what I get really upset about is that women are taught really young that they, their self-esteem should be wrapped up in the way that they look. Absolutely. And when you look at a young boy you're, or a young girl, right. the young girl, you're usually like, you're you so pretty. pretty. You're yes. so pretty. Yes. Um, and to a young boy, you're like, oh, you're cool. You're strong. Right. And if someone Brave. doesn't, yeah, exactly. And if someone doesn't quite fit, like a, even if they objectively don't fit a conventional beauty standard, you're just mm-hmm. like, they're beautiful in their own way. Right. And sure. I actually think that's harmful because it, denies a reality of the world, right? Because there really is a privilege to going around and being, like, we're always going to have supermodels. Absolutely. Right? There are standards out there. And to pretend that there are no standards really does a disservice to people. Okay. So you're arguing that we, sh- that it's okay. It's okay that we do see things as pretty and unpretty, even though some of this is internalized? Regardless of whether I think it's okay, it, it happens. It's, yes. it's okay, happening. Great. So we can agree that like, no, it's, we, we are all walking around right. in the same way that we have taste, we have mm-hmm. ears. Some things sound good to us, some things right. taste good to us, some things look good to us. And because of that, some people are treated better than other people. A hundred percent. I have, I am very excited to talk about that. Uh, pretty privilege. Yes, pretty very, privilege. Very, very real. Yeah, yeah. And, but to deny, to, to say that like, to sort of like flatten out the curve of beautiful people, right? Like, let's say there's a normal distribution of beautiful people. Like, most people fall in the middle, sure, but there are some really sure. beautiful people. Yes. To say that, like, oh, the world treats everyone the same. Totally. Is yes. Totally and we can argue, right? I agree, but I, and I agree with that absolutely. It's completely misleading. Um, for those of you unfamiliar with pretty privilege, it's like white privilege, right? Yes. It's like you get privileged because you are a good looking person. Yes. There's actually science behind that. Psychology Today article said that pretty people are perceived as smarter, funnier, more sociable, healthier, and more successful. Um, This obviously places them at a great advantage in terms of getting jobs, making friends, or even just being treated with like basic human decency. Mm -hmm. Um, However, it's a very real thing. As you said, um, I also think it's a self-fulfilling prophecy in a little way. If you grow up hearing that you're beautiful, you might end up being more confident than doing better in the interview, being it, making it easier for you to go make friends. More confidence. Yes. So in that case, why wouldn't it be bad to just tell everyone that they're pretty? If it just builds more confidence and leads to, them succeeding more, having greater self-esteem. 
Well, I guess that argument probably fails because like there's an extent to which it's true and it actually does help. And then there's an extent sure. to which the world will re so so if it's you lying. if you it's lying. lying yeah yeah so if you're encouraging if you're actually pretty you will get these privileges and if you're not actually pretty it might encourage you to be more confident but right. you won't be getting the the reception will be different the, the perception okay yeah right. reception sure. and gotta, perception gotta, gotta, yes. yeah exactly Absolutely. yeah so you yeah I mean in in some respects like it's okay I think I think about this a lot like how much do you want to go through your life being a total realist right sure. There's some amount Zero, of delusion, as you know, especially like optimist. us yes. with being in like an industry where it's like nearly impossible if you look at it statistically to, to survive. Yes. Why do you keep going? Because you have to be a little delusional to do Absolutely. that, right? Like, and I think that's important because no one would ever do anything extraordinary if they looked at it purely statistically, yeah, right? It'd it's be Lindsay like, oh, Durant's it's never going to happen. Yeah, learned exactly. optimism conversation that we've gone to see. So there is an extent together. to which you need to have a little delusion, but there's also. I think a self-preservation to not being so deluded, right? Because you don't want to jump off a cliff right. and kill yourself because, because you, think you, you can, can fly. Absolutely. <laughs> right? But that's a little different than being like, I think I can make it in Hollywood or maybe right. it's not. I don't know, right? We've talked <laughs> about this too, yes. right? We always, I think you were the one who told me this really, really interesting thing where you were like, no one just wakes up at like 25 saying like, I'm going to be an NBA, NBA basketball star. Right. But it's statistically as difficult as it is to come to LA and become a movie star or something like that. But people still do it. Right. right. So, like, it's just, I think there's like maybe less of a like tangible nature to like what, what it actually requires. Sure. <laughs> there, and it's like more, more subjective. Oh, absolutely. Because with, with, if I said that to you, you'd be like, no, you're not, Taylor. You're under six feet. You lack. Right. Clear coordination. <laughs> right. You've never we played basketball. Yes, or you, yes, or, yes. Or you played last time you played. I played was, through sophomore it, year. Yeah, Thank you very much. Of I actually, I actually thought we should have only played through so freshman year. Real quick, sophomore year, I was in tryouts, and they did this horrible thing where if you didn't make the team, they would tell you, and then you had to walk in front of all the other sophomore girls, like crying, in like a walk of shame. Yes, like a <laughs> total walk of shame, so you would know who made it and who didn't, instead of just like posting. I don't know. I think wow. it's cool. Um, but so, how did so cool? How did the faculty allow that to, to I, keep going I don't, do not know like so <laughs> cruel so they did that and so like you know we'd watch people come out and everyone would be like yeah then you'd watch someone come out like weeping right. grab their stuff and like sprint to their mom and it would be like oh she got cut and then I walked in and I was like oh boy and I was like hi and <laughs> my coach at the time sits me down and goes okay listen you can't really shoot you're, you're not much for you know ball work right? <laughs> You're pass uh, you're passing my God, but I mean, man, you can run. Uh, <laughs> you know what? What the hell? Welcome to the team. Oh my it God. was like I think what he did was he looked at my face yeah. and saw how hopeful I looked yeah. and was like, I can't cut this girl. Wow. She's sitting there smiling yeah. so big, like that he was like, I will crush her yeah. soul. Because I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be responsible sure thing, for coach. what happens to this sure girl. Sure thing, yeah. yes. And like I something I, I but I just vividly remember watching this man go through the right. motions of about to cut me and then just like I don't know if there was just an extra person on the team that yeah. year like I didn't play like I did my math homework on the bench like occasionally we'd be you up by 50 and he'd put me in yeah no at all like literally but I but I made the team um anyway uh that being said just that unbridled optimism truly truly <laughs> he was just like fuck it throw her on I was yeah. like absolutely, <laughs> absolutely I was like I'm and here. then what yeah, yeah. um that being said back to your hell have you ever seen yeah. a John Hamm 30 Rock episode yes I'm I so did good. it's so, a bubble so right yes. it's like I mean, of course, Which like I think is the perfect. If you're confused by our definition of pretty privilege, right. watch these episodes because they're perfect. But I would argue also, okay, so not telling people that they're beautiful also helps 
beautiful people because had John Hamm's character not been told his entire life that he was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So back to your, I, I guess I should, we should go back to the, your argument of reinforcement. Because if sure. you tell people who are actually beautiful that they're beautiful, it will reinforce because it actually does have like this self-fulfilling prophecy because sure. like the world retells them. Mm-hmm. And they then start to focus all of their energy on being beautiful and how they move through the world as a beautiful person and stop developing personalities and interests. I don't know if that's fair. I I think that's a very extreme argument. But I think when you you wrap up your whole, a lot of your self-esteem and being beautiful and a lot of times like the world will let you get away with a lot. Sure. And, and beauty is also fleeting. So once it starts exactly. to diminish, you're kind of screwed. My, 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 my philosophy or theory is that, right? Like you shouldn't ever get so wrapped up in your own physical attractiveness because beauty is so defined by age and we all age and we all become non-conventionally whatever. Do you think we that's don't... also partially internalized or do you think that's just Oh, completely. I mean, yeah. Like what we, I mean, look there, we could like, argue about like the biological like yes of course like when, when like, you're in your procreating right, years exactly you are most attractive yes because right nature is saying make baby right yeah exactly yes. so there are like actually innate signifiers of beauty right like we could actually break it down right, right. there are certain like i mean there's a whole like art there's a whole study of art that says mm-hmm. like what is beautiful and what's not oh, beautiful right? right right but so there so beauty's in the eye of the beholder but kind of society tells us that like you're going to get old and by virtue of being old, you're not going to be attractive. Got it. Interesting. So what do you do then when your identity is wrapped up mostly in your physical attraction? Yeah. I mean, um, I did find something interesting when we were going through this. Um, I I was thinking about being told we're beautiful and just the idea of this like body positivity movement and the idea that, we can change our confidence levels by the way that we talk to each other and also the way we talk to ourselves. And I actually found this, that affirmations might actually be bad for us Okay. because to your point of not calling people beautiful to their face, uh, it not only is, you know, lying or reinforces that, that body pause or that it's important. Uh, if someone doesn't feel beautiful themselves and you call them beautiful, it actually could make them feel worse. Right. So there's science that if someone is calling me beautiful and I'm not feeling it, I will then start to think of all the reasons why I'm not. And now suddenly I'm thinking about that when I was otherwise having a good day. And the same thing goes with if with any type of compliment, which I find very fascinating. And so it made me think of just like the self-care, self-help mm. movement, which is very big on like stand in front of the mirror and say like, I am beautiful, I am powerful. And I was like, oh, so it's great if you already have a, <laughs> if you already have confidence, but if you don't, we're actually creating a bigger gap. Yeah, totally. Which right? I just found completely yeah. fascinating. I mean, and that's like probably the same with like so much mental health, right? Like oh, we absolutely. have to, we have to like find a lot of that stuff like inside ourselves totally. before, yeah. Or else we just feel like, you know, like angry or um, resentful of people who tell us that stuff, right? It's like, you're lying to me or why are you telling me this? Or why are you focusing it on this? Like sure. I was trying not to even think about that. Right. Yeah. Which I found interesting. Also, yeah. I have one more point for you um, in terms of, you mentioned body neutrality and how yeah. we've evolved to there. I was well, actually- Well, I don't know that we've actually- I, I know that there's a new movement at least. Okay, yes. So I was talking to a friend who has kids and apparently the kids have moved beyond body neutrality already, which I find fascinating. But back to this idea that body neutrality doesn't exist and is essentially ignoring all of our differences in the same way that... Colorblindness yes, ignores race. exactly. So how do you feel about that? Interesting. 
Um, as I, okay, so I, I'm probably not, I'm definitely not an expert in it, but as, oh, as well, I know, I am. good, so great. I'm glad, well, I'm glad you're here, here <laughs> uh, to enlighten me. Yes, we are okay, writers so, having a conversation, Google all this stuff. <laughs> as we are, know, we have no fact checkers these on this are pod. I say only. this on every pod. This is truly opinions only. We're okay, doing so the best we can. As I understand body neutrality, it's less about being like, I am beautiful. And it's more about, I have a body. It does things that it's supposed to do, but sure. I'm neutral about it. Like okay. I don't have to say it's beautiful or ugly because okay. it's, it's a body it's, and you could extend that to your you know face and what all, yeah, any yeah. part of your body. Um, and so for me, it's like, it's functional. Got it. So, it, so then to, should we focus on the functions as opposed to the aesthetic? Like, is there something to still being like, you are so fast, you are so like, sure. so smart. You yeah. Are so- I mean, I guess we could argue that like, any of these sort of like defining self attributes, if if put too much weight on any one of them, it can be harmful. But sure. I guess my bone to pick with the beauty industry, yeah. I guess, is just that it's so it's so omnipresent. It's like it's shoved down our throats. It is the one thing that like we're all constantly stressing over. Um, no one's like, and 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 like to some extent, like you know, people as a kid would be like. You you could legit you could realistically hear someone being like ah oh, that that girl's that guy's not the sharpest tool in the shed but that's okay like you know you sure. can just excuse that stuff but you would never really be like damn that that person is ugly like period you would be like oh no like you know just like he's like just you, you know he he has his own like love <laughs> you have to like excuse sure, him right sure. like like it's like you can't just be like oh that dude's like smart and like that's it and like yeah he's not good looking but like he's fucking smart. Well, I feel like you could say that. I feel like I you could know. be like, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's not the best looking person, but he's super smart. Right, right, right. <laughs> I don't know, but people are I don't know if I we'd say that to their faces. That, right? Maybe people I don't are, okay, so people are, you think people are more, more afraid scared. of calling someone ugly than they are afraid of calling them dumb. Got it. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe Interesting. because there's like the trope of like a dumb pretty person. Sure. But I also think we've we are of the generation of everybody's special. Yeah, that's and true. so we were we've all been told like <laughs> not right. only are we beautiful, but we're so smart. Right, and I actually think that can be possibly equally destructive oh just on the totally. conversation of it and well, the conversation of us giving up our lives to move to Hollywood to oh try God, something completely. that most people fail in. Right. Well, I mean, like, or that's, or any big commitment to any smart person job. I mean, right? completely. Right. Like well, calling comedy smart. I mean, fundamentally, like, I feel is <laughs> <laughs> stupid in and of itself. I know a lot of dumb, no. really successful people. Just continue. <laughs> no, but like, I think that's another conversation to unpack because I think like the whole your value is derived from what you produce is a very capitalist mentality, Absolutely. right? And so, like, what we don't val- what we should be saying is like, I'm alive as a human being, therefore I have value, right? Regardless of like anything yeah, else, absolutely. right? Um, of course, in America, we don't really say that because like that would require us to be like to treat every single human being, regardless of how much money absolutely. they make, you know, with some basic human rights. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but so that's why we're afraid to kind of say that. So yes, I agree that focusing on, regardless of whether it's because you're smart or you produce or because you're, you know, great at sports or whatever it is, like the things that you do while great and you should, you know, I think it's important to, cultivate sort of interests and like abilities in human beings Mm -hmm. to focus all of your worth on anything that you do is can be dangerous got it and beauty specifically is the one that we do it to the most and beauty is like especially scary because you have so little control over and you can't really like 
Right. It's not something you can work right. at. Right. It's kind not of like, like a born skill. In, yeah. It's not like you learned the piano. Great right. job. It's just like you, your parents' genetics worked out. <laughs> exactly. No, I mean, truly, Kudos. that's literally it. Like yeah. you were born this way that's and so that's wild. it. That's so You can't do anything about it. And to be, to be congratulated on something that you had nothing to do with is weird. Oh, that is weird. Yeah. How, so can I ask growing up? I mean, you're a boy, so we definitely had different experiences right, with totally. this. But do you feel like your looks affected the type of person you became? I mean, you are mm. a conventionally handsome person. Oh, I don't. I've, I always, I don't know about Tear. that. No. Tear. <laughs> I think it's weird because, right. Well, I've never, okay. I would say like, well, A, I grew up in a family that deprioritized looks very oh, much. Okay, great. Yeah. So you felt like that's healthy. Well, healthy or not. I don't know. My parents never stressed. Like they were like, they could, they were, I mean, we came from a very like, you must be smart. You must work hard mm-hmm. family. And like looks have nothing to do. Like my, my parents never commented on people's looks really at yeah. all. And like probably that's why I think it's weird that people do talk about yeah. that a lot. I mean, that being said, you're always put together. Like you're always oh, sharply right. dressed. You're always well groomed. Sure. Sure. Totally. And I think like for me, that sort of stuff is less about looks and it's more about like being like put like, like I'm also just like generally like I like things to be ordered. I'm like a very like orderly person. Yeah. So I like part of me in like the same way, like some people can exercise to like look good. And like for me, like exercise is like about like, how do I feel? Right. Like, do I feel like, like, like I, like, I mean like in good shape because I want to be able to like move and like, I, I don't want to feel like shit, yeah. right? Like, look, I'm a, I'm a human being living in this world. So like there's vanity comes into everything. Okay, and great. Like, I was going to say, if you are Absolutely. evolved past vanity, then no, maybe no, no, we no, can't no, be no. friends. No, no, then not I won't at all. Learn Absolutely not. I'm going to start calling And I'm like, obviously like, I'm con- we're all like all like thinking about it all the time. Like, how do we look? And of course, yeah. like, part of it is just like going through the world, like trying not to like be, have some like, I don't know what the like, like metaphor big is, but like, yeah, or whatever, like, doing something like that. Embarrass to ourselves. Like, oh my God, what yeah. are you? You're such a slob, right? Sure, sure. Sort of that sure. sort of thing. Um, but yes, yeah, so like, yeah, that's, I mean, I think there's some, clean, like cleanliness is obviously like associated with like looks and things too, but also Absolutely. I think that also has practical sure, applications sure, sure, too. Sure, It keeps you healthy. <laughs> yeah, 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 and totally. Yes, great. <laughs> and to think, I think a big, also a big, big thing too is right, like I'm Asian and like Asian, especially Asian American men are 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 very much not seen as like attractive okay right so like statistically i have read about that that was like it's when like crazy black women and asian that that men are like, yeah. like seen as like the least desirable is which that, i think you think that's still i think statistically yeah that's like generally how it works even out. after crazy rich asians came out and it was like every hot yeah asian i mean look they're well i mean this is a very Amer- this is an american perspective right okay, like yes, they're like yes I, I always have to I remind people say, that there are like, like four billion Asian people on this planet yes, or whatever. And like, like really <laughs> like six hot and successful K-pop stars. Sure. Like and that's really, changing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But say. those didn't exist when I was growing up, right? Like right. Asian culture was not yeah. big when I was growing up. Like it's only now that yeah. like it's really I mean, look, when we were growing up, there were barely brunettes on camera. I know. I so love how like, like it's so, so funny, like how diversity yes. of white women is like blonde brunette and redhead yes that was <laughs> like, literally oh, we, well and that we was got like all everyone. the diversity and it was like the brown hair is the smart girl and i right. was like well that's me that's the ditzy blonde yeah, and the redhead yeah. but i think like you know and then and as a kid maybe maybe and i'm only unpacking this right now but maybe there's something to be said about like because i didn't see anyone who physically looked like me, yeah i then had to find what was similar about me personality wise right like i'm that person because like oh my god you're like the nerd like yeah i like that shit I don't want to get across that like my opinion is that 
we shouldn't broaden what beauty standards are, right? Like, because we have right. such a narrow definition, even today, right. right? And I think it's like important that we broaden. And it's growing. What, I mean, even in terms of like when you brought up black women, this right. idea of what's professional in terms of hair. Oh, completely. And, and now all of a sudden, you know, it was like for ages, it was like straight hair is the right. great thing. And now it's like, oh, fuck you. I know. There's so much other beautiful texture you know, that can be seen and is and beautiful. Is, and right? is professional. Yes, yeah. And professional and not right. just, yes. And, and, and yeah. that like, you shouldn't have to change your biology, biology yes, in order to, fit a, to fit a standard. Absolutely. And, and, you know, some people don't have to think about that, right? People who are born into the dominating, like sort of power, like demographic. Yeah. A lot of times, like, and I think we talk about this, like with white privilege and with like male privilege Absolutely. and all these things, like, when you're born into a system that has been built for you, there's just less friction. Absolutely. So you don't feel that. But like yeah. when you're like a disabled person, any sort of minority, any anyone who like doesn't fit the typical standard of like just how the world was built, right? Like you are feeling the friction all the time. And like I as I and like we all have privilege in different ways and like we don't realize it, but that's the thing. That's the scary part of privilege is that you it's literally the absence of friction. That's yeah, that's fantastic. Which I think is what we've slowly been learning is why it's so hard for people to see their own fragility or their own internalized X, Y, and Z, because mm-hmm. if you haven't been exposed to it, then it's hard for you to see it as real. Which totally. We're learning is completely. Not correct. Yes. Way of living. <laughs> um, okay. I have a question for you. Um, if you think the way in which uh, talking about looks reinforces our internalized perception of like good looking versus bad looking and how we perceive good versus bad based on our looks, can the same be said with other senses? Like, do you think we can change our audio perception of good music as a society? Like, do you think there's internalized view of like good music or good taste? Yeah, or- I think so. I think like, right. I mean, taste is so curated by what we've seen before, right? Like we talk about this all the time, like yeah. trying to create new stuff. Oh, absolutely. It's so, so much is bound by the convention of what's already been, right? Yes, giving like, someone oh, a reference point. It's also so easy to be like, this is the prototype for this person, right? Sure. You know, it's like, well, if you've only ever allowed a certain person or a certain media to make it through, mm-hmm. you've only ever set the precedent for that. And you've subconsciously pushed the the tastes of a mass audience toward one thing. Got it. Right? So you just, can- act- Just by simply overexposing people to a certain thing, mm-hmm. we're able to manipulate- Because familiarity Fam- is- yes, And repetition. I think so Absolutely. much of, of why you like something or you find something appealing is just exposure to it. I think that's absolutely right. So the more familiar you are with something, yeah. the more you'll like it. I mean, it. it's why songs with actual repetition in them do well. I mean, right. Lady Gaga has it down- packed right. a lot of her songs have just like built in repeated lyrics yep. so even if you don't know like the core of everything else you know it's coming back and mm-hmm, like because of mm-hmm. that you're like i know this it right. is an earworm yeah that's really interesting to think that is how it pertains to beauty yeah and if familiar, all we've yeah, seen on tv right. or tabloids is one thing right we are totally yeah 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 because like music yeah right we're always was that oh we were i was i was at like a, a dinner cards thing the other night and there was music on in the background and literally there's a moment when like, cause one, it was like, we were playing a foursome of cards and the person whose place it was had the music on. It was her music. And all of a sudden the th- the, re- the three rest of us were like, it was like literally like, it sounded like 
a garbage disposal going off. <laughs> and we all like pause and we're like, this is not music. What's happening here? And she's like, yeah. this is great. This is whatever this band was. Sure, and I sure. was like, <laughs> we moved to like, I hate this. And I was like, yes. I hate this so much. It's like and a visceral like, reaction. Right, right, yes. right. But to to the person who the music was, belonged to, yeah. it was like, this is great music. Yeah, I mean, you could say <laughs> the same things about about looks. You right, know, right, you right. You could have a visceral reaction to how hot somebody looks. I mean, and, true. And also how unattractive you find them. And I think... And well, yes, it could be balanced by you know, internalized standards, you're still, you still have that reaction. Totally, completely. And there's like a, I think also like a, it's, it looks, cause you know, obviously again, it's all like, we're allowed to have our personal preferences sure. and, and like people can also familiarity breeds like uh, attraction, I would say mm-hmm. like seeing, seeing things over and over again, like makes you more attracted to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, like different aspects of a person can make the other thing more attractive, right? Absolutely. So I think like, right. We also like people can think someone's more attractive physically when they've gotten to know them. Right. Let's say, Oh, sure. Like it's well, yes, happens. it goes both and it can ways. The yes. opposite you, way too, you right? Think it someone reinforces is not attractive each... and then they're like so smart and you're like, I love this. Yeah. Or you see a really hot guy do improv and then you're like, I oh, have never, never been less attractive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I cannot. <laughs> um, I, I have only, I find it interesting. I was reading another article about like how a lot of the evidence in terms of, um, how pretty privilege shows up and how we're able to really understand it has come from people who have experienced being on sort of both sides of the spectrum and what that feels like. A lot of times like on those Reddit threads, especially I love like when people are like, I used to be one way and then I'm another way. Either way, like sometimes they're like, I got my teeth fixed and it changed my whole face or something like that. And, and then you hear the way they're treated before and after and you're like, whoa, it's so stark. Yes, absolutely. And I I just was going to say what you already know, but the only experience I might have a little bit with that is that as you know, I got ulcerative colitis Mm, a few years ago and I my body has always been pretty standardly I don't even know the verbiage for it but like conventionally conventionally no (laughs) no I was gonna say (laughs) I was gonna say normal weight but then I was like that's not the right verbiage either but like I don't think I've been like particularly skinny or particularly I was just like like an average yes an average whatever uh and and then I lost a bunch of weight with UC and I was because I was so sick and so I was like literally like nonstop diarrhea could only eat like you know, white bread and peanut butter and like, like couldn't exercise anymore. So arguably was like in the least, the worst shape I'd ever been. And the amount of compliments I've gotten in the last two years, especially emerging from the pandemic and people being like, glow up, you look amazing, has been such a mind fuck. Because first of all, as you know, I've always had a decently strong sense of self. And I was like, well, did you hate, like, did you think I was garbage before that? And also like, it is just fascinating to be like, you are like, everything's obviously great with you. Look at you. And I'm like, I am, I'm ill. Yeah. Like, and that, and it's been like, I, here's the, the dark part is I love it. I yeah. love people telling me I look of good. Course. <laughs> I, I absolutely do. I like it, which is also so sick because I, of course I value myself for other reasons as well, totally. but it's just been a really fascinating way of being like, suddenly I feel like I'm getting more positive reinforcement on my looks than I ever have before. Yeah. I mean, I think, I'm particularly careful never to comment on anyone's weight. Absolutely. Because like you're saying, you have no idea what that means, right? No idea what that person's going through. It's oftentimes really not a signal of whether you're healthy or not. No, of course not. It's it's like... Right, and we can't really talk about beauty standards without talking about weight. Oh, completely. It's so tied to it. uh, As a culture, have the most unwell perception of 
of what is quote unquote healthy oh or looks good. Yeah. I mean, the number of uh, pals, I, I'm on this like women's writers group thread and almost once a month, someone chimes in to be like, I need a new doctor because I went to the doctor and what do you think the first thing they brought up was? My weight. Right. Like I am healthy. I have all, like all my vital signs are showing great. My blood test came back great. And yet they still think that I need to lose weight. Right. And it's like, oh man. So like even in medicine, yeah. we haven't even learned past this completely perception yeah totally and i don't know what that is a symptom of i mean it's probably like there's some correlative effect of weight but it's not cause causal right you know we're always talking about like distinguishing between like these things like oftentimes go together but like one is mm -hmm. not causing the other right so it's like the weight oh, isn't yes. causing harm exactly. but like it's probably in statistics it's correlated to bad health mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that like because you're overweight you're in bad health exactly right yes well similarly i mean you know like with standards in the opposite direction it's like you're so beautiful you're so tiny and that has created such a oh my god yeah culture of eating disorders yeah completely uh, and, yeah and among well oftentimes women but everybody oh, yeah certainly yeah absolutely just women. yeah anyway i find that completely fascinating i do i do have faith that uh, the younger generations are slowly but surely starting to at least reconceptualize what it means to be beautiful. I mean, the way that they're embracing, you know, multiple genders and oh, the way, totally. like, the way that we're having these hard conversations about race yeah. and, like you were saying, just these like antiquated. Uh, perceptions of uh, of beauty and mm -hmm. professionalism yeah. that all have come from these like crazy internalized you know views and I, you know you know and, and and to jump on that point i think sometimes just stirring the pot up of the social norms like mm -hmm. blurring the lines is helpful and like in that sense like body positivity movement like saying all people are beautiful mm -hmm. it transforms the the guidelines it like moves yes. them around enough and and that same thing with like sex gender uh sexuality all those different Absolutely. things like if you can sort of like start pushing where people fall mm -hmm. all of a sudden you start to erase those boundaries a little bit and oh, then there's great. no stigma of where you land on them anymore right that's a beautiful way of putting right? it not beautiful smart way of putting it <laughs> um question for you uh so what do you do if somebody asks you how do i look Oh my God. Well, I mean, of course I'm going to say I'm going to, that's, that's, I, I, you always reinforce like the positive, of course. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toxic positivity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toxic positivity. <laughs> Do you think that's a real thing? Um, I'm not going to like, look, in, I, I love having these conversations from an intellectual standpoint yes. and like us talking about it right now. Yes. I'm not going to go be like, actually like, you need to change that shirt. Right. It's making sure. me look bad. Your hair is a mess. Well, <laughs> doing that would right. reinforce that it would, that you value them more. If they wore a different shirt or right. So instead, would it say that I, you're only valuable if you look good? Well, that's what you're saying. But no, if what you if I, tell them, what if I just tell them, if I say you're, it's you look great. Like yeah. it's because, because yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it doesn't yeah, yeah. matter what, like yeah. how you look. I would love for you to be like, you don't look great, but that's not your value. <laughs> you know, right? And it's actually yeah, yeah, important yeah. that you know that. So I you know. don't walk through the world <laughs> thinking that this. Look, I think all these things. If I, I ever ask you how I look and you just look at me and say, you're really nice. <laughs> I will. You'll be Stab dead. Um, question for you. What do you think we should be focusing on currency wise? If it isn't our looks. Like if you uh, could, if there, is there something else that you feel like if it has to be replaced just right. because, just because we have that. to talk about something and we do live in a capitalistic yeah, society, yeah, yeah. like where if, if, we're not, if we're not advertising, if we're not advertising clothing, right. And how we look, then like, what should we be focusing on? At first on? I was going to be like, Oh, uh, 
you know, like your social prowess. But then I was like, fuck, am I, am I, am I, am I now leaving out every person on the spectrum? <laughs> oh, like, okay. Right, right, right. Yes. Like, is that your value? Right. Like, well, and social uh, prowess is different in different situations. Totally. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, as you know, when but, you hang out with someone you're like that, you are on the same wavelength. Oh my God, completely. So not but some people are like, you're like particularly great at like, entering and ending conversation and making it like feel like effortless, right? Like you grease the wheels on all conversations with anyone, I would say. That's very nice of you. Um, I so some people same, like yeah. can do that really well. And then not everyone can do that. <laughs> and it, it, sometimes it feels like it's really hard to like have a conversation with some people. Interesting. I'm surprised that you went there and not some type of like mental strengths. Like even though I obviously that doesn't. Like intelligence or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Sure. Because uh, I was I was I was aware, and I didn't go there because of, it's very capitalist. It's like yes, intelligence is often and it's like what can you offer to, us? Yes, yeah. exactly. It's like what can you create or do that's better, bigger, faster? Yes. How can we make more? And how that's can we more, build more. Yes, and, yeah, I mean, and of course that's again similar to people on the spectrum. Yeah. We would never say someone with Down syndrome is worthless, right? Because totally. they think differently than somebody who yes, yeah, right, totally. Yeah, I interesting. Think, yeah, and there's also so many different types of smarts, whether it's like yeah. physical smarts or yeah. mental smarts. Right. Maybe, I think everyone who's good at soccer should be. Great. I love it. <laughs> uh, defense or offense? Definitely <laughs> offense. Okay, great. Scoring great. is the only, only thing that matters. Right, yeah, right, right. Goalies can suck it. So, yes, absolutely. <laughs> if there's one thing we can agree on, not hot goalies. Not, no, I'm just kidding. Those padded pans. <laughs> uh uh. No, so thank silly, you. So silly, stupid. <laughs> Um, okay. Getting rid of, uh, if we, if we slowly start to get rid of how we talk about beauty, how do you think that will affect like how we cast people in Hollywood? Oh God. Well, so here's the thing, right? I think that talking about, not talking about beauty actually, <laughs> cause actually I was having this conversation, I think with an exec recently, I was like, this is so shallow. Only of me. you would get into this conversation with exec. <laughs> cause I was, I was like, look, we can all agree that everyone like is beautiful. <laughs> and I was like, but I still want to watch a fucking hot person. Like, I think we were talking about a movie with like, we love watching hot We want to watch a hot person. Similarly, like, yeah. like porn. <laughs> right. Like, everyone, I'm like, like you're, you're looking at it because it, you like it's it. It's aspirational. Yes. Like, okay, you're okay, like okay. we want to watch, that's the same reason we don't, we want to watch the friend's apartment be t- four times the size of what we could actually, they could actually Absolutely. Because we don't want to watch someone living in a, 12 foot by 12 foot box. Interesting. Right? Like, but isn't that care. just reinforcing this bad thing? Sure. I think, but I think there's also like a reason why we go to movies and TV for escapism. Okay. Right. So like you're, you're yes. Like is our, should all of our, should all of our media be realist? That's a question that we have to have with ourselves. I don't know. I, I don't, mean, th- I don't think so because like then what would we have? We would only have a literal representation of reality. So do you think, well, don't we already have a little representation? No reality no, in the way that it is. Wait, hold on. You're saying that I'm if saying we let like, it be realist, I think if we let it be realist, we will have a greater representation of reality. N- I mean, okay. There, I think we have to unpack two things, right? Like okay. realism being you can only portray exactly the way the world is. Right. But like then that would discount friends. Still, right? Well, so no, there are friends. still pretty people. I, I guess I'm oh, mainly sorry, thinking sorry. of like advertisement or something like that. So it's like if we're showing the world oh, as totally. it is, sorry. I'm you're showing more, every spectrum I'm thinking of more of like the movies scale. and TV. Okay, so right, even right, right. so, then you're showing, okay, what a world looks like in a friend group, right? Some right, right, friend right. groups have hot people. Some have sure. a blend. They're not all beautiful. Right. How do you so, do? yeah, I guess the question is, right, do, do you want to have... <laughs> 
Do you want to have ugly people? Okay, so you are go- suddenly going back on everything you're saying by saying beauty doesn't matter. But I oh, only no. want to watch. I think we should talk things. about beauty. I think oh, beauty absolutely okay. matters. Okay, right, right, right. We have pretty. Pri- there's people pretty who are privileged. 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 Right. privileged. Okay, okay. And there's but a reason I'm why saying, you guys beautiful people. Yes. Okay. So I'm saying, I my question is then, if we stop talking about beauty, yes. and therefore can slowly start to make beauty less of a priority yeah how do you think that would change casting i mean honestly i think like shows would be more interesting yeah i think we'd have better actors more interesting actors yeah like more nuanced discussions on tv i think because it would be less about this idea there's no reason some people should have careers oh no absolutely it's just because their eyes are a certain distance apart right exactly (laughs) right like and they're so boring and you're just like why are you still on screen yeah i don't care because you're mesmerizing (laughs) right 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 but there are some people who are like also very attractive and very charismatic too yeah yeah and also some people who are less attractive and incredibly talented oh my god yes adam driver (laughs) i'm sorry i think i'm one of the people who thinks that he's so unplaceable he's so beautiful beautiful man (laughs) right but uh would you would you think that if you had never seen him in anything before? Probably. He's like a tall, skinny man. Like he's my type. You've met my husband. <laughs> like I, I absolutely think so. I mean, he, yeah. It's a personal preference of yours. I think it might be. Like, but I don't think really I'm the only the one. I think that's why no, he's on right. TV I think so. because I but think he yeah, is. Because he's interesting. I feel like he's one of those people that everyone says like, oh my God, like I guess this is who I think is attractive. Adam yeah, yeah, Driver, yeah. And everyone's like, oh my God, same as if they're like saying something naughty. Right. But in reality, he's a... He's a hot but also, man. Yeah, he's tall. He's also a tall white right. man. He's let's be honest. Like we've all succumbed to this horrible. Totally. Yeah. Um, in that case, boo. Just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's fine. Um, I like Adam Driver. I think he's great. Oh, uh, do you? Yeah, I do. Oh, you I think just he's really think interesting he's actor. the ugliest person in the world. <laughs> no, I don't. I just use him. And as, has no value as a person. No right? value, That's what yeah, I heard. Absolutely. He should not be on screen. He should only be doing voice work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I know. We know you're kidding. We're ki- don't cancel us. We're doing the best we can. Um, but do leave us a comment if we did miss something important. Yeah, I, would I don't really know this. Like I mean, know. I'm not the most well-versed. No, no, no. I mean, it's, we, you, you are incredibly articulate. I think it's, it's such an interesting conversation to have because it's also incredibly fluid and ever changing and absolutely comes from a place of our own experience. And and we're unpacking our own relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Which is, which is always fun to do. Oh yeah. Did you already answer how, what we should be talking about? If not our looks? Yes, you did. Mm. Um, Oh, Oh, I was going to say if, if we were going to value something, maybe it's like, this is so lame, but like, (laughs) kindness and empathy and like sense of self or something like that. Like you could, cause that's not really about being socially unaware or awkward. It's just like, I don't know. It's just like an empathy for the world and like going through the world, like with some sort of generosity. I think that's beautiful. There was, I can't remember where I got this from, but somebody did write like when we spend a lot of time talking about something that we send a message that it's important so if we regularly talk to our children specifically about kindness we're letting them know that kindness matters yeah so that i think is a a perfect selection because if we can you know create a world where people are more kind then perhaps it would innately have us talking about looks less yeah totally because in and of itself it is not nothing to do with it exactly um i love that i also had this i also read this interesting thing that said instead of telling women they're beautiful let's tell them they don't have to be let's remind the women in our lives that we value them for what they do and not how they look and i find that to be lovely but also as you said a little a little tricky what they do 
wash dishes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I was also like, again, if I asked Mike, if I looked good and he said, you don't have to look good. I would be like, what the fuck? Like maybe we're too far gone. Right. right. Maybe this has well, to start we, with the younger yeah, generation exactly. because we already place so much emphasis we can't and value it. on. Right. Do you think we, do you think it's something that we could unlearn at this point of our life in our lives? I think it would take time. Yeah. I think we probably could. Yes. I think we just have to with keep a huge doing focus it. on it. A huge focus on well, it. Let's yeah. try that. Yeah. Call me out moving forward. Not just if I say your name wrong, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Uh, but if I mention something, you know, it's hard for me. Um, I love, I love fashion and clothing. And, and that's totally cool. I, I mean, I think it's fun. And, and like also like self care is cool, great too. And like, and like wanting to like dress well or do any of that stuff. Yeah. It's totally fine. It's just like, let's not make that our values, our value system or like the thing that gives us value. Right, right. Right. Like, yes. But you can have a great time dressing up. That being said to me, I mean, like we would both argue that like art has value, right? Oh, absolutely. And so it, it, one could argue that fashion is its own form of art. Oh, totally. And how you want to present yourself to the world. Absolutely. And when people compliment you on how you chose to curate an outfit right. or, you know, totally. something but like it's, that. I, I think the, dis I think the distinction is like, you're complimenting their taste and their yes. their expertise and their research and the things that they they choose to cultivate in their life as opposed to I'm complimenting you because you look good right yes, now. Yes, because you're hot yeah. and it looks good on your body. Exactly. Right. Interesting. Yeah. That's great. I love that. That's a good differentiator. Yeah. All right. So let's start calling each other out if we say things that have to do with beauty. Aesthetics. Right, right, right. We should just, we should just have like a hand signal. It's just like, it doesn't, yes. we're not going to even nope, say nope, it. No, we're not going to have like, a conversation. Nope. <laughs> Snap at me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or just punch me in the face. Just kidding. <laughs> Terry, you look so nice. <laughs> I also, uh, sometimes your friends just look good and you love them and, and oh God, it's totally. so hard and you I just know. can't help it, but be like, like oh, you look beautiful. And sometimes all, it comes from like when you come in looking happy, like it's yeah. just like, oh, you're glowing. Right, totally. But above all what? Above all else, like, if the intention is positive and like, you know, is out of kindness, I yeah. think. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you're saying. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if you're like, you look great. Totally. Because like the intention is not to be like, your value is your looks. The intention is to be like, I love you. You're an amazing person. Yeah. I just want to give you a compliment. <laughs> I can't wait to procreate and use my child as a science experiment oh where I God. never yes. tell them they look beautiful <laughs> or cute or anything ever. ever. And see... How much they resent me as adults. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How much therapy are they going to have to go exactly. to? Exactly. Yes. When they come home being like, Mom, someone said I look ugly. And I say, You're very smart. Yeah, exactly. You're very, no, that's not, They're that's, right. that's not a growth mindset. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's interesting. It is, it is like the growth mindset and the fixed mindset is we oh. don't want to be, right? Yeah, that's true. The fixed mindset being we don't want to label someone as anything anyway. Right. Because it makes them. Because you can change and you can, you evolve. Yeah, well, yes. And it, well, yes, because then people fear losing that attribute. Right. So if you say totally. you are pretty, they fear them losing pretty. Yeah. If they, and if you say you are smart, right. they fear losing smart. You but if you say you work so hard, like you, you curated an awesome outfit, yes. like they can continue to make those it's choices. It's an action. It's like yes, thing exactly. You do. Right. So it's growth and encourages them to right. grow versus fixed, where it's I see someone is smart and someone is dumb, someone right. is pretty, someone is hmm, right. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's reward. Are we the best the parents actions. ever? Right? Tenny, you are not hot, but you are so good. But you're eating that food. But you are so, so kind. Well. You're so kind, Tenny. You're so kind. Okay, we gotta keep, I, we gotta focus on kindness. I think that's really that's good. Lovely. Yeah, I think that's good. Um, Terry, you've done a phenomenal job dying in this hill. How are great. you feeling? I feel great. I feel like we teased this out a little more, and now I have I have a better understanding. Of yeah. That. Oh, me too. I yeah. love this. Thank <laughs> you for this. Uh, is there anything? Any final last words before I read you your eulogy? 
Uh, no, I think I think you said it. Let's just be kind. Yay. <laughs> <clears throat> we are gathered here today to celebrate the life of Terry Wong, who tragically died on the hill of It's Okay to Be Ugly. Terry is survived by a number of wonderful projects, including several Showtime shows. Terry is not on social media, so you really can't follow his legacy that closely, which is incredibly cool. But you will undoubtedly get to follow his legacy in the trades as he swiftly takes over Hollywood and the world. R.I.P. Terry. Thank you for doing this. Hey guys, thank you for listening to Hills I Die On. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review letting us know what you think. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at Hills I Die On Podcast and on Twitter at Hills I Die On. Follow me on Twitter slash Instagram at I'm Taylor Cox. Thanks again for listening and hope to see you next week.